<clears throat> I love it, Joey. Uh, all kinds of meetings, all kinds of spring football uh, going on, and he steps out of the office to uh, to join us. Uh, Joey, uh, we did have a coaching legend on earlier today. Uh, opening up for you, it was the great, uh, it was the great Grant Taff, and uh, as you well know, tremendous Texas Tech ties in that Taft family, so it just felt appropriate to uh, uh, to have Grant and then to, then to follow it up with Joey McGuire there in Lubbock, Texas today. Man, you took a step back and you had Grant Taft, Coach Taft before me. Man, he, he, is, <laughs> he is as good as there is, I'll tell you. I, mean, I, I love the man. You know, of course, you know his grandson, uh, well, actually, two of his grandsons work for us. Uh, one's an intern, and then Coach Bookbinder is our linebackers coach. And so, um, you know, he has ties to Texas Tech. And shoot, his uh, his wife was a Texas Tech cheerleader. So um, there's a there's a lot of connections out here with that family and Lubbock and the university. He tells the story of being a coach, a high school coach out there in West Texas, and he trained his binoculars. He's supposed to be out scouting. And he ended up scouting the Texas Tech uh, cheerleaders, in, in, uh, but it was one, obviously, that he focused in on. And, of course, that ended up being the Fair Donnell. So uh, that's a pretty awesome story. And uh, uh, that's really cool, um, the, uh, the two grandsons that are, that are out there with you right now. One of them, in fact, uh, I believe is coaching uh, the linebackers, a place that uh, a, a position you know a little bit about and have have coached. Uh, that's a uh, that's a pretty that's a pretty unique thing out there. Joey, how is the uh, how's the how spring practice going? I I uh, you're starting a little early for me. I'm I'm, I'm almost kind of glad I'm not one of those reporters <laughs> out there because the uh, 6 a.m. or 6:30 or whatever time y'all are getting out there. Uh, is pretty early. You kind of like to you kind of like to get out there and get moving in the morning, don't you? Well, you know, we're kind of splitting it. We got some going in the morning. You know, yesterday we went in the afternoon practice number five. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going good. You know, the guys. I mean, we we've got a lot on them. We're trying to put everything in so we have a really good foundation. Um, you know, to continue to grow in the summer and and in fall camp and and you know get as much verbiage in as we can so they have something that's just not a foreign language to them. But, you know, we've got vet quarterbacks. Um, we got a veteran uh, defense. And, and so they are really, really buying in to what we're trying to do. And, and, and for you, uh, this is your first uh, full spring out there. Can you use this, Joey, to put in a lot of the culture? I mean, you're someone who loves physicality, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how big is the spring for that? I mean, these days, some coaches believe in maybe padding it up and a little more physical. Some don't want to do quite as much as that. I I would uh, guess that you err on the the side of uh, of of the physicality. <laughs> you you kind of like to pop them uh, a little bit. Is that uh, is that accurate? Well, yeah, I do. You know, we uh, what we try to do, of course. You know, it's it's not the entire practice, but you know, we've named different periods. Like we'll have a brand period, you know, and that'll be our nine on seven run period, to where we know it's going to be physical. You know, if we ended practice with a plan to win, you know, of like how we're going to win the game, and so it was a lot of situation stuff, and the kids, 
you know, they know this is what we're going into, so it's just not a regular part of practice. Um, we're, we're focusing on certain things when it comes to situational football. Uh, but, you know, I was raised by Robert Woods, who, you know, was a defensive coordinator at, at uh, Plano, and then he won a state championship being as his head coach at Wilmer Hutchins, and Judy coordinated the offense and defense, but he's defensive-minded. And, you know, and then I had Matt Rule, who – you know, was defensive-minded and, and was able to turn that program. And then Coach Aranda, who's, you know, defensive-minded. So all the guys that I've really kind of been raised to where I was, you know, actually coaching on the grass with those guys, they're all defensive guys. And so I think it when you're a defensive guy, it lends that away to where you're going to be a little bit more physical during spring. All right, and, I, and I'm glad you brought all that, that up because Coach DeRuder comes in there. I mean, when you uh, – and, and we're obviously very familiar with him – how do you? Uh, how does sort of what you just talked about? Uh, do, did y'all? Did you even feel before you hired him that that y'all just had tremendous alignment um, in in sort of because he obviously has his own way for years of doing things. How do you? You know, how have you seen that kind of evolve? And then now that you're kind of out there in practice, seeing it in person, are you guys kind of in lockstep? What is that? Uh, what has that been like? Well, you know, I knew Coach Schroeder. He recruited uh, Cedar Hill whenever he was at A&M. And, you know, mm-hmm. he would come through whenever he gets, whenever he's a head coach to where he could get out on the road. And, you know, would talk defense and always just loved his demeanor. Um, and, and then just studying him, uh, it, there's a lot of uh, things that are alike um, whenever it comes to uh, his defense and Ron Roberts' defense. There's a lot of calls that are similar. Of course, the words are different, but the way they call stuff is similar. So it was one of the deals of, of being in Coach Roberts' defense the last two years. It was I knew it would be an easy defense for me to pick up and, you know, be able to be a head coach and not, like, also have to just totally consume myself on having to learn a whole different – you know, it's like learning a different language whenever you're learning something that's totally mm-hmm. different. So there was some similarities – you know, James Lockhart's with us, and James will come in and say, hey, this is what we called it with uh, Coach Snow. Hey, this is what we called it with Coach Roberts. And so I can pick it up a lot faster and still do all the head coaching duties and, and understand, hey, this is what we're doing. And so it's easier. It's an easier deal. And then, you know, as a head coach, you got to balance yourself on both sides of the ball. So I get to, you know, probably – spend a little bit more time of, of uh, seeing and watching and learning the, the offensive side with what we're doing because the the defense is similar and then man I just love his demeanor and he's just he's just got such a great demeanor he's he's very even kill um you know uh, he, he's kind of got a uh, personality a little bit like coach Aranda where it's you know he's he's a, a very he thinks through a lot of stuff and and then he's been a head coach and that helped me mm-hmm. um you know to where I can bounce a lot of stuff off of him I mean I go in a long time and you know hey you put your head coach hat on. Let's talk about this. And and that's huge to have um, on your staff, you know, and so that, that he's a perfect fit. Yeah, and you have the personality, you know, some people might feel threatened by a former head coach, and that's not – you're not wired like that, so it works out nicely. Joey McGuire joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Coach Kitley, I mean, this is a fascinating young guy, uh, has has been a 
you know, air raid. I mean, obviously, some of this is going to fit in perfectly out there in Lubbock. It's what folks are used to. It's kind of what they they want to see. But and I was talking to some of my tech friends. I mean, it seems like y'all have uh, gotten uh, some really talented tight ends there. So uh, it, it, how much of it, you know, and uh, there's a way around the air raid with those inside receivers. You kind of know how to do that. How do you? How much does it change up when you have some of these talented tight ends? Uh, because obviously, and, and I'm even thinking back to the old tech days, like uh, Amaro comes to mind. I mean, that guy was such a great tight end. How do you? How do you think you can kind of balance some of that? Well, you know, uh, the good thing is they're really good athletes, so it's it's one of the deals where you can be in ten personnel air raid type concepts and be in or not 10 personnel 10 personnel type looks open looks but you're in 11 and 12 personnel because they're talented enough it's some of the stuff that you know iowa state's been able to do with their tight ends that stress so many people because they can get in the open sets because those guys are such good athletes and then of course you know it helps in the run game you know and and uh so our guys it, it's been good and you know whenever we met and i hired Zach, that was one thing that was intriguing to him. You know, he goes, I, you know, I have an opportunity to have some really good tight ends in this offense and do some different things that I couldn't do, you know, in the past because I didn't have those guys. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating to watch. I have nightmares about those Iowa State tight ends. 88, yeah. number 11, oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. Kohler, I think, was one of them. I mean, did, will they ever graduate? Doesn't it seem like those tight ends have been there for about seven years? Uh, and, um, and you're right, though. It, that is they, That makes life so difficult when you have those big dudes that can that also have a little speed, you know, great hands. It's just uh, – I, 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 I kind of think about it being like a quarterback's best friend type deal. Uh, and by the way, speaking of quarterback, how are we, I mean, I'm sure you're already out there. Okay, Coach, what you, what do you got at quarterback? Um, what, what's the quarterback room looking like, and, and how are you kind of feeling about things? Is there already it's, – it's one of those things you get spring ball, and you can immediately see, okay, is this guy taking the leadership? Is this guy the most vocal? What's your, what's your quarterback, uh, quarterback group looking like? Well, you know, that's really the one of the uh, best competitions going on because we have three guys that have all played college football. Um, you know, have, have two of the three have, have got a lot of game experience, you know, with Tyler Shuck and, 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 and Donovan Smith. And then you got you add in Baron Morton. And so they're very similar because they're dual-threat type guys. Um, they all – uh, that helps because now you're not having to modify what you're doing with each one of them in the game. Um, I, th- I think it's one of the healthiest rooms in the nation when you're talking about um, the the athletic ability they have, the arm strength they have. So it, it's been fun. You know, you always want to name a quarterback if you can out of spring. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see. They're all getting the same amount of reps. And, you know, every day they're doing great things and, the, the best thing about those guys is they're very similar, and so you're not having to do anything play-calling-wise to, to help a guy that can't move. They can all extend plays with their feet, and then uh, they feed, them all, feed off of each other. You know, they, they love to see one guy have success, and then they go in there and they compete to, to beat that success that the last guy had. So it is a fun group to have. We're in a good spot whenever it comes to quarterback. 
Barron just seems like the right name for a West Texas Texas Tech quarterback. There's yeah. just there's something about it, and you know I. It feels like he's been with y'all for a long time. Uh, it, part of it's because he was such a big recruit for Tech. So I feel like he's been around longer than he actually has. So right. uh, I, I, it's it's uh, I, guys like that generally show up and already have a lot of pressure on them. But but you know he he didn't he hadn't gotten thrown in too much. So that's going to be exciting. Is it a true you know three horse? race would you i mean is that is that a fair are you just kind of going to let this thing play out a little bit or does does uh the shuck with with maybe the more experience maybe have a little bit of a leg up well you know i think when you look at it it's a it's a race because they're all learning like it's one of the deals that all three of these guys are learning a brand new offense the very first time like it's not like Mm. hey you know this guy transferred in and he knew this style of offense and all that. So it's not like everybody, the first install, everyone of them heard it for the very first time. And so, um, you know, that's been good. I mean, you know, between the, the, the two older guys, as far as, you know, Baron and, and Donovan are really the same age, but, but, uh, Donovan, um, you know, didn't red shirt. And so it's one of those deals of, uh, from the standpoint of those two guys, they have more game experience. Um, but, you know, whenever you're learning something for the first time, it's going to be the guy that can win it out and lead this team and help us win football games. Talking to Joey McGuire, coach at Texas Tech. You had your pro day the other day, and, and uh, some, some really talented guys. One of those linebackers uh, started – I started thinking about him because he'd made some plays – against Baylor. I did want to take you back to your Baylor days a little bit because you had a, a great hand in working with uh, Petrie, Bernard, those guys, and I know think a lot of them. Um, how fun is it to see not only your guys at, at Tech, but some of your former players that you were so close to having the kind of uh, coverage, the kind of success they're having, the combine. I mean, my gosh, uh, Boogie and, and Taekwon, you know, put up huge numbers. And then Petrie had a great uh, had a great pro day. I mean, he he go he to to me is one of the most important Baylor players in a long time for a lot of reasons. Uh, one of you know is is obviously he stuck around when a lot of things were were going the the other direction. How, how much does a guy like that sort of mean to you, uh, having spent time with him and been around him? You know, it's incredible. I was really excited for those guys because when you talk about Terrell and and Petrie, um, that's Garrett's class. That's my son's class. You know, whenever I got hired mm. in December, the only guy that we had committed was uh, Jalen Petrie in because he was from the old staff and stuck with it. And to see him grow and, and uh, you know, he's a football junkie, so it didn't surprise me as far as the way he, he could play because he spent so much time in the building watching film and, and you know, really developing into a football player. But seeing those guys, I mean, I was a part, of course, Jalen was already there, but Terrell, I was a part of recruiting him, Ebner, uh, Abe Smith. I still remember talking to him, um, you know, on the phone. He was getting ready to go to uh, another school. He was a mid-year, and we were able to get him, you know, him and R.J. Sneed and Charlie Brewer. They, the day they moved in to uh, their dorms was the first time they had met Matt Rule. And so – um, those guys, it really excites me to see what what Abe was able to do and Jalen. And then you turn around and and uh, I mean, I'm sure everybody remembers, but the 2018 class was the 
that that class was the fastest recruited class in the nation. The entire nation, that was the fastest class. So Boogie came in, you know, he ran a 10 flat in high school. And, and you know, the first mock compound he did, he was, a, you know, a 4-2-9 or a 4-3-2, you know. I mean, Thornton was a 46 <laughs> in high school and coming in one at running 4.3. So whenever you recruit speed like that, um, and, and with me, what's great is I can use those guys to help us recruit Texas Tech because I was a part of recruiting those guys and we are able to, you know, um, say, hey, this is what we're recruiting. This is who it is. Look what they did here at the Combine. You know, we were a part of that. And so it, it helps us, too. Don't think we're not using that uh, to help recruit out here in West Texas, too. Yeah, uh, uh, talking to Joey McGuire, head coach at Texas Tech. He's in the middle of uh, his own pro day and spring ball and everything's going on. Uh, I, I got to say, you know, that what an amazing season it was for Texas Tech uh, basketball after uh, the Chris Beard leaving. Um, you were at that game. In fact, uh, uh, you and Ric Flair <laughs> were both. No I mean, what an amazing scene that was. But I, I'm just sort of curious, is that – Mark Adams is he is he just the he just seems like the best dude and uh and, and very obviously unassuming but isn't that cool to see a guy that kind of bounces around been a, been a great coach for many many years but not many folks really you know unless you really know the game know Mark Adams and then suddenly the guy does it just a tremendous job this year is that sort of uh inspiring to you as you get your head coaching career going well, he's he's incredible. Um, you know, he's I've been to practice uh, and watched him coach. I've uh, you know sit down with him and talked you know about recruiting uh, West Texas and recruiting Lubbock. He let me sit in on film sessions to where he with his team, um, you know, and and uh, already you know been here a short time, but have learned so much from him. And then to me, the story is just incredible. You know, as far as what he was able to do and and the pressure that he was under. I mean, you know, I can't imagine the pressure that he was under in that Texas game here in Lubbock. Um, and, and so to see the way he responded in the class that he did it with and then the way our players played for him. Um, and then when you listen to him in the interview, and it just tells you what kind of person he is and what kind of coach he is. He really cares about his players. So, I mean, he's really – already helped me a ton um you know to to understand this place even more out here and, and the way you can and do things and so really excited he's been a he's been a really good friend to me so far all right and by the way the uh, uh the offensive line is going to be interesting out there at uh, tech with uh uh you're kind of looking at the, the got some folks coming in through the portal i believe you know baylor certainly had huge success this past season with uh, some players coming in from the portal. Is that going to give you guys a, a pretty big shot in the arm, some of the some of the influx of talent there? Well, you know, it's one thing we, we graduated, like, you know, both our running backs are back um, in, in the quarterbacks, and we have good young receivers, but the, the big hit graduation-wise um, was in the O-line. And so we tried to address that with – uh, you know, some guys that we identified that could be really good for us through um, the portal and, and uh, being able to add in the defensive lineman last week was huge. And so, you know, just trying to, 
I mean, you look, uh, you you look at uh, uh, how it looked, and whenever we were there, and we recruited T.J. Franklin and Gabe Hall, and you were able to get uh, Connor Galvin and and, and uh, Khalil Keith, and you know, just big mm-hmm. athletic human beings. I mean, that's what you have to do to to be able to play at this level, and so that's what we're really working on. And you know, I believe. Just like my two guys that I work for at Baylor, I mean, you beat people up front. Like, you know, it's it's one in the trenches, and so I think you saw that um, this year in 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 the way that uh, we were, we're Baylor was able to play, and I think you're going to see that with us as time goes on of how we're able to play up front on both sides of the ball. Well, Joey, it was uh, fun catching up with you. I noted yes, something sir. about getting your head your head coaching career started. You got that started a long time ago. <laughs> you had a pretty <laughs> you know, all you did was uh, become part of the uh, high school state hall of fame. But that was one of the things Grant said about you was, uh, you know, your participation and your love of high school coaches. It's going to serve you incredibly well. It already has. Uh, uh, you being having been one, and uh, and Grant was very uh, complimentary in that area but uh great catching up with you and uh look forward to kind of seeing uh and I, I hope that you'll come to this show to break the news when you do choose a quarterback i'd like you to do it right here joey okay <laughs> I, got, I got you man i got you. <laughs> all right thank you joey appreciate it thank you brother appreciate you there he goes yeah joey mcguire the uh, head coach out there at texas tech out in Lubbock, doing his thing, and uh, boy, fun day today to have uh, Coach Taff on, who has those great uh, uh, Texas Tech ties, and then go out to Lubbock and speak with uh, Joey. Joey's doing a nice job there. We uh, we loved what he did in Waco, and and uh, have followed his career for a long time. All right, we.